Good morning, PML. It is your boy, N. Lloyd here. I am here with the breakfast show for nothing but positivity to start your Friday. Tomorrow is the weekend, and we had somebody just join. I think it's Browns HD. HD just joined the chat. I got my main man, D. Lloyd, already with me. D. Lloyd, say good morning to the people. Good morning, PML fam. Um, Like... And Lloyd said we are going to remain positive on Friday, you know, and hopefully we can maintain this energy throughout the entire show. Yes, we'll stay nothing but positivity. Uh, HD just joined. I don't know if he's uh, available or just in here. I know he's dealing with some work stuff. But if HD, if you're there, please say what's up to the people. Hello. Very positive. I love it. <laughs> um so I am positive that tomorrow is the weekend and that we have advanced tonight. And yeah, we're going on to week six already. Five weeks in the you know, in the record books already. Um so early. So, so huh? What was that? I I got a bye week. Ooh, bye weeks are tough. I I'm coming off a bye week. Three days without any PML action when it comes to playing kinda stinks. I had um, the perfect time. Actually, week, it though. actually depends when you play. Like, you got guys that like to play in advance. And you're like, eh. So you got like six days without games. Yeah, exactly. I hate playing at advance. I, I usually can't anyway because, you know, I get up early. But I hate playing at advance uh, because then it's like three full days of, of – it's like an extra bye week. So that's what, that's what I don't like about playing at advance. Um, so PML is – you know, lock and loaded. It's it's you know, full steam ahead. Uh, Deloitte, you played yesterday. I know there was a few games that were on yesterday. I know you were one of them. You want to talk about your game? Uh, yeah, we had uh, we played against the Falcons, and it was a ugly start. I want to say I threw three picks in the first half. I know I threw two in the first two drives. <laughs> yeah, when I was watching, it was uh seventeen to three. I think I was down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was down uh pretty big early, but then we uh we steadied steadied the ship a little bit and kind of got into the groove of things. I used for the stock playbook of the week. That might be a new segment. The stock playbook of the week this week was the default spread playbook, and that playbook has 33 shotgun formations and two pistol formations, and that's it. So it's kind of overwhelming figuring out like what plays to call because <laughs> it's just so many different formations. I'm just like literally just kind of closing my eyes and picking something. But uh it's a fun playbook. It has some some cool stuff. But um yeah it was a rough rough start. We kind of figured things out, you know, along the way and then uh uh we just started playing good from there. So we got lucky. Mad Madden gave us a lot of bailouts. Like I was telling you about the, the Mike Evans touchdown. I don't know yeah, if you were yeah, able yeah. to see it H D that I put no, it in I, chat. I, I no I yeah. haven't seen anything. Um I went to bed kind of early last night. It's Friday. I like to get going because, like, I leave early so um, to drive back home. So I actually didn't. I watched, like, like I said, it was, like, 7 to 17 or 3 to 17, whatever you started with. Mm-hmm. And then um, I was, like, kind of logging off, so I didn't see anything after that. Yeah, we had a terrible start. But, um, like I said, it got bailed out a couple times and came out with the win, so I guess that's all that matters, right? 
And hey, no, uh, I see. I seen like five people thought it was advanced night last night. Yeah, everybody's yeah. schedules were off. I don't know how <laughs> people were like, "Oh, it was an advanced," but I haven't played my game, so we. It, it, <laughs> it, you know, it's it's great. Like PML, where we started to where we are. Like usually, we would have to wait until day three for like most of the games to get played. Uh, you know, when we had uh guys like uh, I'm trying to think uh what's it Jack? What was his name? Not Jack. Um, the Patriots user from last cycle, or DJ. the cycle. Uh, DJ. DJ. Well, it, it was DJ, and then there was uh Des. Yeah, and it was a bunch. It, it was always guys that you know weren't really involved and played in day three. Uh, now it seems like everybody. Oh yeah, that was that day. was DJ. That was DJ, and then uh. King of my craft was the Ravens user. Um, yeah, the first Ravens user. Too. Those two, yeah, they were both friends. So it's like, sometimes you had to go yeah. through D-Jack to tell King of my craft to get on his phone and, like, you know, schedule their game. I, I hated season one. Me and D-Lake were literally the only ones that could, like, really schedule with <laughs> each other. Bengals yeah. was a revolving door, and then Ravens kind of was okay. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, well, you look now at PML. I mean, you got guys playing day one, day two. The chat's always active. I think mostly everybody's in chat besides a, a select few. Uh, speaking of one of them that's never in chat, uh, you know, Master of Nuns never really in there. Um, I saw a, a tribute request from his team, and I was like, whoa. I said I, I don't saw that literally just like just a few seconds ago. <laughs> I was, he came, he came in the chat yesterday and asked the question he or did. something like that. Yeah. He did. He he started up a conversation yesterday. I don't know how long it lasted, but I've seen him. Yeah, I was like, whoa, a tribute request from the Jets. I must be dreaming. That's like seeing a, a tribute request from the Bears. Like it's it's something that you never ever see uh, you know, come across the screen. Um but you know, getting more active and, you know, people getting more comfortable in PML, kind of like that Deloitte and Cookie uh, type of situation. Um, once, you, once you're in there, you, you, you know, you become part of the family, and that's, that's what we all want from, from the league. I, I think Cookie and Deloitte are great cases, uh, are great examples of, you know, some, you know, two people that came in quiet and then are now pretty much part of the, the core group and you know part of that that PML family. Some guys, some guys just never open up though, and it really sucks though. Because like, um, I mean, CEO, I feel like he slowed down. Actually, he never he he's actually been on like a steady pace no. of not being too in, not too involved. Jags, was, no, he's never in chat really. Yeah, Jags was uh, Jags was super high when he joined, and now he's like one in five, and that's yeah, not looking good. LQ slowed down because he's got baseball going on. Um, that he slowed down, guys like that. Vet's I mean, never really in chat. He used to be. So, I think. I think like halfway through last cycle, that's when he like started slowing down. Well, uh, from there's a there's a bunch of people that are usually never in chat. I, in, you know, they, they, this is not saying they're bad for the league. This is just saying they're never in chat. Vet is one. Uh, FKNJP. Um, he's always lurking, but he's never really you know talking he, in chat. I say he's been a little more active. Well, he's talking more, yeah. Yeah, but he he's one that's always lurking, lurking. Like I, I he I know he's reading up on chat. Vet probably does too, but he he never says anything in chat unless he's uh, you know brought into the conversation. Um, those two, Detro, uh, he'll show up in chat just to talk shit to T 
T-Bandit. Um, <laughs> I think those are hilarious, man. Yeah, out of nowhere, just call him pastrami neck or something. Like, he just comes <laughs> out of nowhere, out of left field with it. Um, Master of None is never in chat. Uh, there's a, there's a, there's quite a few people that are just never in chat. Jack, actually, I thought he would be more active in chat. He hasn't really been active in chat. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of other people. Any other people come to mind that, you know, aren't usually in chat, like, like the rest of us? Where, where did Master of None come from? Who, who is he? Who I don't know. Because I know, I don't Jack, know. <laughs> Jack is an app, apparently. A nag, a hack from A-Rod. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they, they're all from the same league, so they all know each other. So they, he came from them, but like, I, I assumed he wouldn't be active or do content or anything because, again, that's the, that's the uh, vibe that all Nacks bring in besides two. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't even know where he came Where I can't think of where Master of None came from. I, to it my might be a JT guy. Knowledge, I think I don't know if he knows that or they've played together. I think he's played with um A Rod in another league. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know who actually that, brought them in per se, but I do that, think that they've played. That does sound familiar, actually. So, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, I mean, I don't know, I. You you would you would hope that guys would open up more, and that's what you want. Just people to be active. Yeah, you're playing your games, but like we want to, we all want to be like, what's the, what what am I looking for here? Just like, just I feel like playing your games just sometimes isn't enough. You just you want everyone to be active and want to be involved. Really, mm-hmm. I think exactly. that's just what I'm looking for. You just want everyone to be involved. Yeah, yeah, I I get it. Um, to an extent, I know a lot of people have, you know, uh, work stuff, family stuff, and you know they can't always be on their phone. So I I get it. Uh, to an extent, you always want people to be involved. Um, if it's popping up in the chat for like five minutes out of the day, you know, something like that, you know, small, you know, at least saying something once a day in chat would you know would be nice. I know sometimes you kind of get you know other things like when i had the tournament i don't think i was in chat uh, at all i'm i actually might have been for like two minutes and you know disappeared into the wind into the night um it'd be funny for those guys like even if like since you're not as active like be like be like a little funny and toxic when you come like like oh here my one message of the day hey i'm gonna tag nefarious and call him a bitch or something and then just leave because then like wow. you're obviously <laughs> no but like, you know no what toxic. I mean? like, no toxic. i'm not being toxic i'm be, i said i'd be funny and toxic <laughs> oh, just join okay, in okay. talk shit basically and then bounce because that person's gonna try to get a react a reaction like they're gonna react and they're gonna want you to come back again but you're already out of chat so it's like kind of just say talk shit and then just leave them hanging i just i think that shit would just be funny if guys did that Especially if you hit the right person, like Burn. If you if you attack Burn and then just bounce, I guarantee you'll get irritated. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I assume that you might test that out later. We'll see. Um, nah, yeah, I, I I love being in chat. I love making fun of people. I've never so really... um you know moving on to some PML stuff. So we're we're <laughs> early in the season, but. I want to get your idea on favorites for each division. Uh, early season favorites to win the division. 
Um, I'm going to go around the room. I just want to get your, your two cents and, uh, you know, maybe your, your, you know, wh who you think is the favorite to a favorite to win. And then, uh, who you got as a runner up that would possibly be in second place or come close. Uh, you could do that. Um, so I just want to go get one division at a time. Yeah, we'll go one division at a time. We'll start with the AFC East. Um, you know, we'll start there. Uh, who's your favorite to win that division right now? I, I mean, you got the Patriots that are five and zero undefeated right now, uh, in sole position of first place. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on that division, Deloitte? Uh, I mean, if I had to pick a favorite right now, I'll have the Pats as the favorite to win the actual division. Uh, yep. Just because I feel like he's he's going to be, you know, uh, more focused and pressed to try to win. So uh, I can see him winning uh, the division this year. Obviously, the Bills are going to be in a close second, very, very close second. Yeah, um, very, very the close. Teams there. And then, you know, you, once again, I think the Dolphins can compete for that wild card. So yeah. it could be another situation where three of them, three of them are in the playoffs. And we, we're, we're pretty much all on the same page when we say the Jets um, either, you know, it seems a 79 overall. He's putting no work into him. So it's it's not really a shot at, at his user skill as much as it's a shot into his GM skill and his uh, being active in, in PML because he's had the Jets for, what, two, two off seasons now where he could have made some moves or uh, yeah. am I getting that wrong? I think it's been two two seasons. Yeah, two two off seasons, and he's could, this Jets team could have looked could look a lot better than what it is. So, um, you know, that's just the case of somebody not being active and not really trying to uh, put a team on the field that could compete. Um, you know, he needs to do more work on that. Uh, but HD, how do you feel about the AFC East? Who do you think is, is going to be the favorite and possibly a close runner up? I'm looking. I was trying to look at their schedules on the way. I mean, I know I I, I like KMFO to win it, um, just because can you know he's been consistent. Not that natural hasn't, but I think KMFO kind of has his number more than. It's more likely KMFO to beat natural than natural to beat KMFO, in my opinion. Um, mm -hmm. I think KMFO. He's got you know the Broncos, the Eagles, the Jets. They're all one-win teams coming up. The Raiders, the Cowboys. You know. One win, zero wins. Um, I mean, he, he finishes off with um, – I think finishing off will be tough week 13 through 17. He's got the Dolphins, which obviously Mike's very good. Then he's got the 5-0 Colts, 5-0 football team, 4-1 Ravens, and 5-0 Patriots. So it's like he's kind of got an easy schedule, but at the same time, um, you know, he, he also does play the number one in ever or in the divisions or whatever. However the schedule works, he plays the top guys, obviously, because he was – um, number one in his division, but yeah. Um, like like I said, I think natural is a toss up though, just because the fact that when um when someone said he's playing to win, that's when I'm like, how how is he doing it though? Like, is he staying within the guidelines? You know, the sim score. Does he, how is he far is he gonna go? Away? Yeah, exactly. So it's like, is he gonna take it to that point where say him and KMFO come down to a week seventeen, you're playing for the division. And he's like, you know, screw this divisional game for the number one seed. I'm throwing the sim score away. I'll take my licks of the suspensions, you know, when the sim score finally gets hit. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. um, I mean, he, he's kind of got an easy way, too. He's got the Chiefs coming up. He's got, they got pretty much the same schedule. Yeah, Bubba's struggling. He's got Bubba coming up. The Broncos. Um, 
it the jet uh the jets and the raiders obviously so it's like i guess their, their schedules aren't bad i think it's going to come down to that week 17 game um i like came but i don't i mean i'm not counting natural out either just because their week 17 game could be super important yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna agree with D Load. I think it's gonna be Nat uh, that's gonna take it. Um, right now, he he, he beat uh, KMFO the first week. We'll see what happens week seventeen. Um, but I that, think that play to win just scares me. That's all. That that's why I'm on the fence. I don't. We don't know yeah. how far he'll go because he hasn't been talking. So, you know, it's just I I ho- I really hope he doesn't get real scumbag like and you know do something that you know he shouldn't be doing basically. Yeah, I with think the he'll whole... still play within the rules. I don't think he'll yeah. break I don't think them. He'll I just think crazy. I just think he'll be focused, has his, have his game plans ready, stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Well, like I said, when no, no. tactics, it could mean anything. So that's why I'm just yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm up in the air. With again, we've seen season one with the disengage blitzing, so it's like it, that. It just you know it it, it causes it, it's a wild card basically. You know who knows what could happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But uh, we're kind of on the agreement that it's either going to be Bills, uh, KMFO, or Natural. Um, I, I, it would hey, it'd be nice for Mike to sneak in there, though. That'd be crazy if he if he snuck in there and beat both of them. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know. You gotta about get lucky. That. That's four games, but anywho. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you you gotta have them win or lose three games, and you gotta sweep the series and stuff like that. Uh, but like I said. I think the natural is going to pull out with that one. Moving on to the AFC North, your division, uh, HD. Um, I don't know if you want to speak on it. Do you want to speak on it or do you want to uh, yeah, hold care. your? Yeah, I don't, I don't do you want... Um I think so. I, I'm counting drama out completely. Um, <laughs> obviously, for my division, I'm going to say myself. But, yeah. um, you know, just to speak um, fairly. I think obviously Bacon has a good chance because his his offense is still good even though his defense lacks because of plays Campbell. Um, really, Bacon. See, here's the thing though, Bacon. He he throws to suit his two superstars, obviously, but really, all of his scores are big plays. It's mm-hmm. streaks or seems to Hollywood or Boinkin, whoever the other superstar. Mm-hmm. So it's like. If you can just play over the top and contain Lamar, you should really have no problem, you know, beating Bacon. Um, mm-hmm. A-Rod has been super run heavy. Uh, you got to have a run deep. He ran, I mean, 30 times and had 200 rushing yards. I mean, two of them were big runs. So it's like, you know, who knows what mm-hmm. that could be. But um, I think, I don't know. I, I feel like Bacon might be four and one. I think he's going to drop a few more games. I'm only two and three. I think A-Rod's three and one. So. I think it'll be closer than people think it is. Um, I think any one of us three could win it. Obviously, I like myself to win it. But if I don't, I I think they're gonna win it again. All right. Yeah, I think yeah. I think in the AFC North, I think uh, I still favor Bacon to win. I think the Ravens will win the division. Uh, I I don't know. I'm, I think I might be rolling with instead of a rod. I might call him a run. The new run heavy <laughs> Bengals offense. <laughs> Uh, I might roll with them to finish second. I like, you know, I like Like, with that said, this could definitely be. Division that we'll see how things shake out into the playoffs, but.
but um, been proven otherwise. I... Well, since I've been here the last couple of seasons, I know season one was a little different. Um, but you know, he seems to be the favorite. Losing Calais Campbell, like you said, is a big hit on his defense. He no longer could not worry about the run, and I think the run is usually where he he struggles. Like on both sides of the ball, usually his pass defense and his pass offense is usually his his go-to stuff right there. Um, so I he, think he has uh, two superstar corners still. I think he, <clears throat> even though he got rid of Marcus. Um, yeah, he still has, I think he still has two superstars. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I yeah. when I played him, I mean, he tightened up a little more on the run um, against me the second game. But that first game, I could tell a complete difference when I played him and there was no Clays Campbell. He still struggled at points, you know, against me. Um, this week, but I it was only a 10 point, you know, loss. And it was because I threw a silly pick that turned into six when I was like down 10 or whatever. So, um, that game was winnable, you know, just controlling the ball. I think if you keep the ball out of Bacon's hands, you could, you could win because obviously his offense is a lot better than his defense. Yeah. So pretty much it's, it's a game control, um, type of, type of deal, control the ball, control the, control the game. Type if, of deal. if you don't turn it over, you'll beat bacon. Cause he's going to turn the ball over. It's guaranteed almost every game. He will turn the ball over. You just can't turn it over yourself. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, AFC North, I'm going to lean with bacon to, to win that division. I think a close second will probably be, uh, UHC. Uh, I still don't totally believe in a rod. To uh, to be honest, um, if well, you can he, stop his run game, I think I think you can knock a rod out. Yeah, I don't I don't fully believe in a rod yet. I I think you would be the close second, um, in that division. Now, uh, when it comes to the Steelers, it I wouldn't be surprised if he went on a, a winning streak or you know turned it around a little bit and made it interesting. I just, I, I, just I, I just don't think it'll be enough. Yeah, I don't think it'll be enough, but I wouldn't be surprised by that aspect. I mean, he's not the worst user. He's just got he's got to figure out his game, and that's what's you know hurting him right now and hurting his defense was probably the wrong move in the off season, and it's showing already early in the season. Um, but with the AFC North, uh, I think the Ravens are the, the the favorite there. Moving on to the AFC South, we got a five and zero Indianapolis Colts. Um, he's leading the division. You got the Texans and the Titans. Uh, the Jags seem to be the the one guy that we don't expect to win that division or come close. But you got to usually got a three team race when it comes to the top three I just mentioned. Um, I think I think it's kind of starting to show that what I said was right when we brought him in, and when we brought in Wimmy, um, Wimmy's doing his things with the Chargers. Um, he, I think he's three and one or something like that. He's doing his thing over there and we got Jags at one and four. I still truly believe, even though they came in, you know, two days difference, I still 100% believe you should have put Wimmy over with the Jags and you put Mm -hmm. Embry with the Chargers. Yes. He Chargers already played his game or whatever, but if, if you just, I feel like you just got to think about the balance and. It's really tough to keep new guys in when they're getting fucking, you know, beat up every week. And so yeah. I think you should just be like, hey, Wimmy, you know, we didn't expect this to happen, but we want to put you in this division because we feel like it'd be a better fit. And then you give Embry the Chargers and go from there because he would fit more with that division. Yes, it's a I, loser division, 
but like like that that's technically the loser division. Like Hype Mike is what basically was the only thing that made that division. Everybody yeah. else was getting three to six wins. And I feel like yeah. at this rate, what we've seen from Embry, it just would have been you know, I a I better fit. Yeah, JT should have just been like, hey, listen, I gotta swap you guys. So I was well, in his DMs before he brought him in because he asked me, he's like, because I played him. He's like, What do you think? I'm like, this guy needs to go here, this guy needs to go here. But I think they both would be okay for the league. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's tough to switch them after you already bring them in. I get that. So it is what it is. I mean, you had you had hype Mike with the Chargers. It's it's already, you know, been a case. Um, at least Wimmy, I don't think is as good as Hype Mike. I think he's more middle of the pack, so it's not as bad as it it would seem to be. We'll see, you know, how the season progresses. Uh, maybe the Jags figure it out. Maybe they don't. Um, but I think that I think Wimmy and uh, the Jags user are pretty much close enough where um, you're not really you're not really making a big difference either way. I think. Uh, but we'll see as the, the season progresses. But when it comes to AFC South in winning the division, um, I don't know if you mentioned who you think would win that division. I, I must have missed it. No, I didn't. Um, I just wanted to point out that I feel like we're actually switched. Um, I think right now, I feel like Bubba's in a slump. Um, Jaguars are obviously not competing, in my opinion. Their only wins JT, which I guess that's sort of impressive, but you're still one and three. Um, you're gonna be one and four. One, and, yeah, one and four. You got the Colts next week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think that game will come down within the divisional games. To to be honest, but I think, I think Rob or Greeny will uh, pull that one out. But I'm not counting out Fallen because Fallen's also four one. We know who Fallen is, but yeah. Papa Greeny beat him pretty convincingly, you know, two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I got a I got an idea on this division. I want I wanted to share, but I'm gonna let Deloitte uh, take the floor. Deloitte, how do you feel about the AFC South and who's your who's your favorite to come out on top? Yeah, uh, I think I mean, but the AFC South is probably gonna be the most competitive, in my opinion. We've seen these teams go down to the wire. Um, I'll give the Colts and Greedy the edge to win it uh, just because they have, you know, a game lead on the Texans, a two-game lead on the Titans, and it, in a division where I think it's going to be very close, you know, just having that cushion I think will benefit him. Um, I I feel like the Titans might finish second. I mean, we've seen this story from Bubba before, a slow start, and then picks it up. Um, we'll see if he can figure it out. I want to say maybe he'll come through and uh, he'll finish second with the Texans a close three. And then I think we all have the Jags finishing last. Yeah, um, I I think unanimous the Jags are going to finish last. Uh, but when it comes to the AFC South, one thing I wanted to mention, I, I have the Colts as my favorite. And the big key why is his run defense is has been phenomenal. And if you could stop the run and force your opponent to, you know, put the ball in the air, most guys are going to struggle. So I feel like in that division, uh, you know, Fallen's prone to throwing interceptions. Uh, Bubba's prone to throwing interceptions. Um, I think he has the upper hand with a, a solid front seven and being able to stop the run as uh, consistently as he does. So that's why I I, I – 
favor of Papa Greeny in that division specifically. I think I think it's going to continue just because his run defense has been phenomenal this season. Um, so I want to ask a question, actually. <clears throat> so the Jaguars, they come in, they're high, you know, the tryout room. Um, Nefarious, are you in there or no? Yes, I am. Room. Okay, so uh, D-Lord, are you in there? No. Okay, well, his, his energy in there was off the wall. It's like he was pumped, he knows about the league, all this other stuff. He comes in, plays his first game, you know, whatever happens, happens. And then he's, he's 0-3, you know, come on. Plays JT, um, gets his first win, still nothing being said. So it's like he had all that energy, starts losing, and then he just he gets quiet, which we all know. We all hate when people do that. You know, you, you're, you're pumped, and then you start losing, you start fading out and stuff like that. Um, and I've noticed Jags has Jags. I haven't noticed any. Is he doing any content? Period. Um, I don't think so. I, I haven't seen anything yet. So if he say he finishes because he so let's see coming up he's got he's got to play the Jets this week, which we know the Jets is pretty good. Um, he's just obviously in a tough division. Then he's got Greeny, and then he's got the same. I think the Saints can obviously beat them. The Saints are, in my opinion, they're, they're better than their, their stuff shows. Um, he's got a bye week. Then he's going to come back and get Deloitte. He plays Vet, which is a possible win. He's got me. I won't allow it. He's got to play Bubba, Bacon, Bubba, Fallen, Drama, and Ant Dog. So out of those last nine games, eight games, whatever, or whatever it is, 10, 9, whatever, his only given that should be is his game against Vet. So if he finishes two and fourteen, stays quiet and doesn't put out any content, do you evaluate him staying here since it's his first season, or are you like, hey, you know, this isn't working out? You know, what do you guys think of like not just him in general, just like new guys? If you're quiet, you don't do content. You know, you go two and fourteen or whatever. Like, do you guys think that they should be looked at to possibly be replaced or thrown into that tournament um, that JT runs? Like, hey. Uh, what is I don't know what he calls it, but just that, that play-in tournament to get new recruits you move him. I mean, I like the play-in tournament idea, but <clears throat> then again, uh, you look at the Deloitte situation, the Cookie situation. I mean, Cookie was winning, but Deloitte was having a tough time to start. So to start, finish, uh, all yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, these so, guys, these guys had a good vouch though, like. Like like I said, natural. He brings in some you know some shitty guys for the league, but he also brings in good guys. This guy, I don't, he's I'm not going to call him um, a, a goose guy because he does he does know PMO through Goose's streams. But like he, no, I don't think anyone vouched for him. I think Goose was just like, hey, you know, go apply basically. So it's like he doesn't really have a vouch like these guys do. So I feel like that's the difference. He came in on his own. He's chilling on his own. It's just like, I feel like he's just kind of hanging out, playing his games, and, you know, yeah. that's just kind of what it is. Well, we'll <laughs> see what happens. It's, it's too early to, you know, you know, say what's going to happen. So we'll see if he, he starts to warm up a little bit. But I do get that idea. This guy is like a shot in the dark, not heavily vouched for or anything like that. And you want to, you know, make him do a play-in tournament or – you know, well, we did on have a- one. That's where Greeny's from. Greeny's from. Um, he ran like a little small league with like eight players or something like that. And they had it. They had it was a mini PML. They had to do content. They were playing their games. They had to do all that stuff that we do. 
to see how they would fit. I, like, I'm pretty sure that's where Greeny's from. I don't know if he got a vouch as well, but he yeah. ran one of those. Um, well, I don't know if it was before season one or it might have been season five last year. Um, I don't think you were here, so you don't know about it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what those guys are from. So I thought Skyrider was even in it. So, I mean, anything could happen, I guess, at that point. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, we'll see what happens with uh, Jags. You know, I said the same thing about Jack when he came in. I thought Jack was going to be a lot more active, and he hasn't been. Uh, there's been a few people that, you know, they they had energy outside the league, and then they come into the league, and the energy is pretty much gone, or they start yeah, losing, and that energy is gone and stuff like that. I think Jack was more of a competitive gameplay guy for his reasoning of coming in. I think he's put out a few content pieces here and there. He pokes into chat here and there. So, I mean, he's not, you know. He, I think last year he was just coming in. He went in auto, you know, cruise control to finish out the season because he knew he had no chance. And now he's going to start turning it up a bit, I think. We'll see. We'll see <laughs> what happens with him. Hopefully he does because from what I gathered, they were talking about him like he – he does content, uh, you know, he, he knows all about PML, he follows PML, he loves PML. Yeah, I uh, think that was guys... just a, a given, because in, in other times I've talked to those same people, they're just like, yeah, Jack's really good. So, we'll see, we'll see what happens. But moving on, we're going to move to the AFC West. Uh, our new user in Wimmy has a, a control of that division. I personally don't see it changing, I think he's going to win that division. Uh, yeah, I think, I think we're unanimous here. Yeah, I think I think personally he's gonna win. Unless, um, what, what, oh, the Broncos are one and three. I was I had high hopes for the Broncos after last season, and when I played him in the preseason, he played really well. So <clears throat> he just he does still have his own division to play. So I guess we'll see from there. But um, yeah, I think we're all pretty unanimous unless Deloitte has some other thoughts. I think Travis no, is just gonna take not it. Not really. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't waste too much time here. Yeah, so we, we got the Chargers and then the Denver Broncos being a close second or a second. Uh, moving on to the NFC side, we're going to start off with the NFCs. We've got two undefeated teams in the Giants and the football team. This is probably one of the uh, toughest divisions to call uh, as far as who's going to win it. I personally have the football team uh, coming out as the, uh, you know, the division winner here. I don't know how you guys feel about the Giants, uh, you know, being a close second, or do you have the Giants finishing as first? I have the Giants winning. I think yeah, the Giants yeah, winning. Go ahead, Deloitte. I'll talk yeah, to you. Um, but, but Q, I mean, I think he's ready. I mean, I think, uh, you know, he's practiced up, labbed up, got his team. He's he's doing some GM stuff. You know, um, I think, you know, he's taking it very, very seriously. He just said on the show yesterday, this is his only hobby, right? So, I mean, I feel like He's locked in and loaded. So after the Giants winning, I think Washington will be very, very close second. Um, and then I will have Byrne and the Eagles finishing third and CEO and the Cowboys last. Um, I don't know uh, who's going to be last out of the Cowboys and the Eagles. I, 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 I'm leaning more towards the Eagles. Um, but they just made that trade for a defensive lineman and having a good defensive lineman that could get to the quarterback. Without well, he still has Fletcher Cox as well, so he's pairing yeah. Cam Jordan with Fletcher Cox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so no more double teaming. New, it's going to be a new look defense for Philadelphia, so we'll see how that changes things. Uh, but me personally, I just think the football team 
especially with a uh, X Factor quarterback and Dwayne Haskins now. He's just really, really dangerous. I played him already, so uh, that's why I <coughs> excuse me. I have him coming out as uh, number one in that. Uh, HD, how do you feel? Um. So I I would really, 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 really love to say that Q's gonna win it, but I think it it might come down to that week sixteen game, or they play each other in two weeks. It looks like uh, week seven. Um, so we'll get more, you know, after that. But I think it could come down to that Week 16 game. Um, my only thing about Q is he keeps – he's done this for the last, uh, like, six, seven seasons now, including last cycle. He throws himself out of games. He's a run-heavy guy. And he knows he is. He's got good run stick, but he continues to try to prove that he can pass. And we've seen it in big games. He'll he'll be like moving the ball really well with Melvin Gordon and now with Saquon. And then suddenly he's like, you know what? Let's throw the ball. And then he throws a pick. So it's like that's my only thing about Q. It's proven to always happen. He always throws the game away. Um. It's like I a it's like, like a boredom thing, I think, with a lot of people. People get bored running the ball. Well, uh, you know you how he is, though. You tell him something, and he's like, all right, well, I'm going to go prove it to you. He's always been like that. So it's like, you, then you go make a mistake, and when someone's like, oh, Q, you're not a passer, you know, stick to the right. Oh, I can pass. I did this and this and this. I have better passing stats than this, this, and this. So it's like, yeah, but you're losing games because of it. That's the difference. So it's like. I think if he can stick to what works for him, he could win the division. But I think if he continues to throw the game away, um, I think T-Bandit will win that division. And then probably with Byrne and CEO is going to end up in last. Yeah, I think uh, just with T-Bandit with the X-Factor quarterback, I've seen it firsthand. It's, his offense is tough to stop. And I don't even know if the Giants have the weapon on defense or the overall on defense to, you know, keep up. He's going to have to try to keep up. The best hope he has is, like you said, running the ball and, you know, controlling the clock and stuff like that. Uh, but like I said, I, I think, it, you know, it's going to show that he's going to try to throw the ball and it's going to hurt him in the end. And I think that's why, like you said, the football team will probably come out on, you know, on top of that division. Uh, but moving on from the NFC East, we're going to talk about the NFC North, which is also another, uh, seems like a two-team race at, at this point with the Lions and the Vikings. Uh, I personally have the Lions uh, winning this. I know Cookie is on a whole new level with his new uh, rookie quarterback. Um, it seems like he's he's got that, you know, he's got that pizzazz, if you want to say, or that flavor that, you know, he usually has. When it comes to you know his his overall persona and stuff like that, so how do you feel about this division? I I personally have the Lions come out on on top of this division. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think the Lions are going to win it. Um, we seen a lot in the game yesterday. On top of that, Cook, like you said, he has you know those new weapons as the new rookie quarterback, those new receivers. He's getting content points. Um, he's applying those content points. So I think all of that is going to add up. Um, to the Lions winning the division. Obviously, the Vikings will will be there. They'll be in the playoffs. But um, I think Detroit takes it with uh, probably Green Bay finishing third and the Bears 
coming to last? Yeah, you know the 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 jury's still out on uh, Jack and the Packers. We don't we don't know exactly what he is. I've seen him win some good games. I've seen him lose some bad ones. It's it's just like what which you know which I mean, guy? I think he's a solid. He's a solid player. I mean, I played him. I played him. Obviously, he beat me, but I think he's a solid. Um, you throw him in that B. You know, B solid B, maybe low A, depending on the day yeah. tier type of coach, and I think that's that's where he's at. All right, so yeah, he'll probably end up third. I know LQ's been hurting. Uh, he he lost to me early in the season, and if that ain't low enough, um, you know he's one and four right now. So he has a lot of factors. He's doing baseballs, so can't really focus, and then yeah. half the time he's on like the Wi-Fi. It's a lot. Yeah, it's um, a lot to deal with. How do you feel about this division, uh, HD? Um. Yeah, I'm going with Cookie. Um. I don't know. Honestly, I was very. I was like, not because of my bet either, because I know someone's gonna have to comment on that. But like, I was like really disappointed in Z Star yesterday. I thought he would play a better game. He. Uh, Newman finished. Would I think we were like halfway through the third or going into the fourth. He had 58 passing yards and three interceptions. So it's like, I, and I don't, I, I couldn't watch the whole game. I, I caught the second half at home. I was kind of watching at work. Um, so like, yeah, I don't, I don't well, know. You know, those division games are always tricky too, because they've yeah. played each other too yeah, many times just, at this point. I, I just, I, I thought Z-Star would come out hotter and, and you know, put it, put his foot on the gas pedal and go ahead. So again, he's been rocking for a season and a half now. So um, I did expect more. Um Cookie, obviously, I think he won it pretty convincingly as well. That's what makes me think Cookie will finish on top. I think um, – I don't know who he's got coming up, but I feel like that, that loss kind of hurts after you dominating for so long. And then Cookie, like, coming out of nowhere, now you need to worry. Like, hey, is, you know, is this Cook here to stay? Is this how it's going to be? Like, do I got to um, focus a little more on him? So I feel like Cookie may have rattled him with this loss. Um, I think, obviously, Jack will – Jack will come in third. L Cube, he's busy. Um, in my opinion, uh, if I were if I were L Cube, I would like fo- focus on you. I would maybe wait until Madden twenty two. Like maybe take the season off if you're not so focused. You know what I mean? Um, not saying boot him out, but like I feel like he should focus on what he's got going on and not worry about Madden so much. And maybe come back, you know, Madden twenty two and restart. Just because he's having a he's having a rough cycle, in my opinion. But um, I think I think well, Cookie will finish that on top, and I think Cookie Cookie could probably go to the Super Bowl the way he's looking right now. Yeah, I think he he, he might be my Super Bowl favorite for the NFC. But when it comes to LQ, uh, he's always been a guy that doesn't do much content, uh, more of a you know play on field, and then do he he, he has been a, he's been a winner though. That's the difference. Yeah, he, he's done content. He's been a winner, but. I feel like now, I like I asked him before. He's he's only got two more years till he can actually like truly get drafted, and obviously that's his goal. So um, I feel like he's kind of turning up more towards baseball and stuff, which is cool and all. He's becoming more casual and whatnot. I think we expected more, and JT expected more, putting him in that division. Um, I think, like I said, I feel like he should just focus on that and just come back next cycle and you know turn up a little bit. You know when you got downtime during the offseason and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> no no shot at him. Uh, of course, he's doing some good things. 
Um, kind of like, uh, who was it? Uh, well, kind of like the hype bike situation, not exactly, but kind of like a uh, hype bike situation. You got other things to focus on, internships, stuff like that. He's got baseball. He's got his dream he's chasing. You got more important stuff to to work, uh, you know, focus on. Um, my dream's over. This is this is what I'm doing now. My dream's <laughs> completely over. So I got the time and you know, the, you know the time and the stability to you know do this. So uh, I, with, let me before you go on to the next division. I just want to throw out there. We have Q and Cookie next week, which obviously we both talked about them, or we talked about them both just now. Um, I'll throw in there, if, if Q wins this game, I'm going to mark him up for winning his division. I just want to throw out there. Bold prediction. If he wins next week, he wins his division. Yeah, because right now, until proven otherwise, I think Cookie Boy looks like the best user in the NFC. Hey, potential NFC championship game right here. Potential. Yeah. Potential NFC Championship game is true, uh, but moving on to the beautiful division of the NFC South that has my my bestest pal D Lloyd <laughs> in it. D Lloyd's got the lead right now at two and one. I think you just moved to three and one, uh, separating yeah. you and the Falcons. I think you're gonna come out with this. I think you're a heavy favorite for this division. I think a close second would probably be the Saints again. If I had to guess, uh, but I got you as my my definite favorite to win this division. I mean, the way it's been going, I, I don't, be I don't know. Don't be no, 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 no. I'm not talking about me now winning the division. I'm talking about <laughs> second place. You're taking that. <laughs> I'm talking about second place, man. I'm talking about uh, I could see, I could see the Falcons. That, that that was me. That yeah, was, that's what that I was, was thinking. That was toxic. That was toxic, Deloitte. We we said positivity. <laughs> How was that toxic? You just you just took away first place. You're like we're not even talking about first Bro, place. Bro, we've been ranking it's every done, division. It's, it's a done deal. <laughs> it's a done deal. The Bucks got first place. He's like, it's not a done not deal. About, I'll, you know how I feel a, about about it's saying it's, it's absolutely going to happen. It, it, I'm just I'm, then, listen, then he put it to the side. He was like, yeah, first place is mine. Dude, I don't. Even, we know how you're gonna be. But we're you're you're a humble guy. You like to be nice. Just say it how it is. I think Deloitte's gonna take it. I think it's already decided. He's got three wins. No one else in his division is gonna hit three wins. So we're gonna wow. move on for you know. We're gonna move on for <laughs> oh, wow, it's so toxic. Um, I, I think Ant Dog. I think Ant Dog will take second. I would really love for JT to that defense show line up and is nice. More. Yeah, exactly. I think I think Ant Dog. I don't know if he's trying to be fancy or anything. I think we all expected a lot more with him having five of seven superstars on his front seven that I don't know if he doesn't know what to do with it or what, but Dude, I was looking at it. I looked at it yesterday in. when I was looking at the roster. He has more X factors than I do um superstars and X factors combined. Exactly. So it's like we don't know <laughs> is it is it him or what, but um like this is another division i don't think we waste too much time on deal you're taking it who cares who gets second i hope it's jt good luck i don't know <laughs> oh man that was toxic i think everybody has well, it's been real it's something toxic. I, I think real. i think we're going to send two to the playoffs Stop. all right next division we did okay. we did last year all right all right we're gonna next, move on next now. division this he, now he's okay. getting toxic he's getting right. toxic <laughs> <laughs> so the nfc west the grand old NFC West, you know, usually, um, you know, a race between the Seahawks and the Cardinals. 
the Seahawks have sole position of first place at three and two. Uh, we got the 49ers right behind them at two and two. Cardinals at two and three. Obviously, my favorite to win the division is going to be myself uh, just because I'm a competitor and that's just how you got to be. So I'll let you guys take the floor on this and yeah, you could go ahead. Actually, I could give my second place. I'm going to go with uh, the Cardinals who would be second place if I had myself finishing first. Goose is going to be a very, very close second. Uh, What's your thoughts on this division of HD and Deloitte? Um, I think, uh, I think Goose is going to win it. Um, and I don't, you know, sometimes you scare me, like, I don't know, you'll be playing really well and then suddenly something flips and like you kind of fold a little bit. So you lose games you're not supposed to, you win games you're not supposed to. So you're just kind of like, you're, I feel like you're the wild card in that division. You're just like the Joker card, basically. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a enigma. As they say, uh, you don't know what the hell is going on. I am being yeah, inconsistent. I mean, you're, you're not consistent enough for me to be like, hey, Ferris is going to come in. He's going to win this game, you know. And I know you you try different things and stuff like that. So yeah. I feel like you can, you're not going to win your division. But I really like for you to get second. I feel like um, I've never had faith in Mally. I don't think Mally's good. I just, I, I think oh, Goose wow. will come out here. Talk He's improving. Tashi. Goose is going to win the division convincingly. Um, Ferris, I think you'll come in second. I would like to see you and Goose play for it. That'd be really nice. But um, the Rams, I think that I love Mike D. I feel like he's another guy we've got to look at uh, if he finishes with under four wins again. Um, he, he's great for the league and stuff. I think he's going to be a guy that needs to be evaluated. We do we still have three undef- or winless teams? I know JT's winless, and the Chiefs and the Raiders. So we know JT's not getting booted. I'm sure he'll get a win anyway. Um, but I think anyone that finishes with under three wins this season um, should be looked at. That way, we could bring guys in for season five and test it out for uh, PML twenty two. Um, I don't know if you guys are ready for my. My prediction for the Listen, NFC West. If you say the Rams, I'm fighting. No, you. I'm rolling with Mally. I think the Seahawks are going to win the division. I've yes. been somewhat impressed with with what I've seen from Mally. From like the little, I haven't watched a full game all the way through those. So I will say that, but from like the parts of games I have seen, I've liked what I've seen from Mally. Um, I think he's going to be a little bit more focused, especially this se- this season. Things are definitely going to try to win. So I have, I don't think nobody's going to win convincingly. I think it's going to be a very, very tight race, probably between all four teams, honestly. But um, I'm going to roll with Mally winning it. I'm very torn between Niners and Cardinals. I feel like I like Goose, but I feel like his schedule is going to be a little bit more difficult. Yeah, he did. Since he, since yeah. he finished with first, he's going to have the tougher guys. Right. So I feel like his schedule is going to be a little bit more difficult. We've seen them play once. If Neff wins again, he'll clearly hold the tiebreaker. So then, you know, he has to convincingly edge mm. out Neff, so, which is going to make it tough. So I will say Seahawks, Niners, Cardinals, and the Rams, but I think it's going to be close. Yeah, so it looks like um... – 
So moving forward, I don't know how well I'm going to play because it looks like I'm going to have to find two new co-hosts. Uh, <laughs> that's going to take a lot of my time in, in the next coming Ooh. weeks. So well, first know. of all, first of all, I get a pass because I spent <laughs> content points on you last last and season. And it didn't work. <laughs> you get a you get a free pass because I let you down. After after I spent content points, and then when we get to the playoff rank them, and I was like, I don't believe in these Buccaneers guys. We're gonna put rank them pretty low. Listen, just because you wasted content points on believing <laughs> in your co-host doesn't mean I have to waste content points on believing in my co-host. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I think. I think I think the NFC West is gonna be competitive, really competitive. Um, I think probably the second most competitive in the NFC. Between the NFC, well, maybe more competitive than the NFC East because NFC East really has those two teams that you're going to look at right now for first place. And yeah, and I think the NFC West literally everybody's still in the running. Yeah, exactly. So um, before anyone gets that, I'm not saying best division, just most competitive. <laughs> yes, most competitive. Obviously, not the best division. Even though I do think the NFC West gets a lot of hate and Absolutely. you know disrespect. And we're really not that bad. Like you treat us like we, but you know. So it's not the fact that you guys would be bad, but I feel like it's the fact that the division is very lacking of the uh, other, of a threat. I'll say of the other five or six. You know what I mean? Because obviously the AFC West only has one player in it. So it's like it's not because again, no one in PML is really bad. Bad. No, you're obviously no. less talented because it's just like. In, I know you say like you guys feel disrespected and stuff, but like I think we can all agree though it's been earned that there's no really respect on that division. To be fair, right? Like, I, I feel mean, like you guys just underperformed enough to where people are going to look down. And now it's not like the NFC West from last year. I think that's kind of carrying over too. Guys, think about this year and last year. The NFC West is both a shittier division, but. They also have – they're going to have the bad users because that that's the most balanced division in real life. The Seahawks, the 49ers, the Cardinals, or the Rams, like, they're all good teams, but they all play each other and stuff like that. So, you know, teams end up looking shitty and stuff. You got bad coaches. Yeah. So, it's like that. that's the most – that's the best division team-wise to start with. So, I feel like that's why it gets all the shitty players – or not shitty players, sorry – um, the the wow. lower players, the lower wow. players. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's who gets the lower. You, you, you could boot them, Neff. You could boot them, Neff. Hey, yeah, to be fair, I wanted yeah. I wanted the Cardinals this season. So my my list I was actually the Browns, it was the Bucks, and then the Cardinals. So it makes you feel better. So be not, not really. Best. You still just shitting on your co-hosts. I don't think it makes yeah, yeah, feel that, better. It didn't make you feel better. <laughs> it didn't make you feel better. You no, know, at, least gonna, you, at least you have I'm nice probably going to go cry. No, I'm going to go cry now. So uh, we, we got to wrap this up soon because, <laughs> you know, I want to. I mean, we're almost blow. at the hour point anyway, so. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but before we go, last but not least, uh, name your Super Bowl matchup. Early early prediction for the Super Bowl. Name it. Uh, I go Bills-Lions. HD? Um, I think I agree. I think that's exactly what I was going to say. Uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Bill's Lions. And if it's not the Lions I want to throw in there, it's going to be the Giants. I think, I, say, I think if it's not the Lions, even though I think Giants will win the division, I think if it's not the Lions, is Washington. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. That's fair. I say Bills Lions as well, and I'm gonna go even further and say the Lions win the Super Bowl. Mm. If the Lions make it to the Super Bowl, they win. Uh, especially if it's against the Bills. If it's against uh, Patriots and Nat, I think that's the whole matchup thing uh, that comes into play. But yeah. when it comes to the pass-heavy Bills going up against the Lions, I favor the Lions and Cookie. The Lions definitely have defense. one of the best. Yeah, they have one of the best pass defenses. That it, Cookie always has. When he had the fucking Dolphins last year, season one, he still had one of the exactly. best defenses. So. so that's why I think it'll be a better matchup for the Lions if the Bills make it. But if the Patriots make it, it could be tougher on Cook. Um, and that'll be a difficult battle. But if the Bills make it, I, I say I favor the Lions to win the Super Bowl because the matchup just favors them a little more. Um, and you but, know, I really like the playoff betting more than the regular season betting, too. I want to throw that out there. The the that's all props instead of bet, like prop bets. Those, those yeah, are nice. I I kind of like those a little more, but I I think I'm starting to learn betting a little more. So um, I think I, it's kind of growing on me. So I just I'm betting every week. I'm I'm putting parlays every time. We're, 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 we're winning big. You're becoming Dude. a degenerate, is what you're saying. I mean, yeah. listen, we I, we get content points every day. Realistically, all I'm losing is one point. So it's like, whatever. I mean, I I, I, I got a lot of uh, content points to put into players, so that's why I kind of don't do it. Uh, we'll see. Maybe see, I'll start doing it. The, the only reason I don't like doing attribute requests is because it, it gets in the situation it's like now where it's five days behind. And it's like when I put my points in, you know, it I want them to matter. go into the thing and every you know, time go in. every time I do Ashby requests, I'm staying on the 49ers roster. So we'll <laughs> see how it <laughs> Yeah, that's like, I, I feel like I, I feel like I know his roster better than he knows his roster. Camo nineteen, they used to just come in when they were submitted. So that's when he created a bot. Um that's when he created a, the bot to bring them in. I think it's, well, like it's because it goes through three every half hour. I think it's like three every half hour. So it's like, it's, that's it why that's like, can he speed it up? Yeah. Well, it came through the website last year too. But well, again, it's, it's, it's what he I think programmed la- though. JT put it together. Year, that's why I was asking if he could speed it up a little. Last year, though, you just, um, you only did it when you submitted points for, um, content, right? Wasn't it like one a week or something like that? And you would like you, fill you out like do, four guys, um, something like that. It was three. I think it was three guys. <clears throat> three guys. Yeah, but now I mean, he switched it to where you can put out guys faster and stuff like that. You could do it twenty four hours instead of every PML week. Mm-hmm. But I, I wish like, I think it's like three every hour or every half hour or something like that. I don't know what it is. I think someone said it was like three every half hour that the bot rolls through or something. I just, I feel like we should speed it up a little, um, especially with this new commissioner crew that's been on top of it. I feel like we should speed it up and uh, at least try to catch up. So yeah, like, shout I, out, I hate, shout I out. I don't want to put content points in on the first and I'm not going to see it until the 20th. You know what I mean? So shout so, out to the new commissioner team. Phenomenal job so far. I know Q's already done some interview <laughs> requests. Uh, Goose yeah, everybody, everybody's done stuff. Yeah, everybody's yeah, done stuff. Yeah, he's, he's been well, doing coordinators too since he became commissioner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the things he's done ask. it like every day. And then falling as well. So we, yeah, everybody's like, been in there. So, so here's the thing. So like, um, with the whole waiting thing, so I know guys are like, oh, you know, it'll come through, blah blah blah. 
we we have deadlines for certain things. So it's like say say I had or right, Mac Wilson, superstar. He's a run stopper. He's got inside sucking whatnot. You can only move guy like you want to you want to put. I want to put five points into his zone um, coverage so he can become a um, a pass coverage guy, right? Now I do that and I want to move him to outside linebacker, and obviously that'll re-roll him and whatnot. But I can't do that because if I do my content PMO preseason week one, I'm still not going to see it till week five of the regular season. And now I can't move my guy because you can only do it up to week two. So that's why I feel like we should kind of speed it up a little bit for guys that want to move positions and superstars that have the content points for it. Well, the question is, like, I, I agree with you. The question is how can, can he speed it up? I, well, that's why I, I said you shouldn't be able can. to because he, he's the one that programmed the site. It's just, well, a bot, it's just a bot that pushes it into Discord. But I'm sure, you could overload a box. He should be able he could, to. He could break something. Like I, I honestly think he could probably break something if you overload it. Kind of like when he had to revamp the whole website because uh, there was so much traffic going through the website that he had to kind of revamp it and upgrade it. Um, that could cool. be a situation with a bot. Now, I'm not saying he can't do it. I'm just right. saying we. I'm. I haven't. I don't go to school for it. I don't know the ins and outs. So I can't speak on it and say he he definitely can't do it. I'm just saying, yeah. based well, on what we've experienced, can he do it? Can the bot handle pushing pushing out that much at one time? This topic just basically leads into. I think we're too worried about guys trying to dev chase for the moving positions things. It's like. Because, like, again, that, that handicaps us. So we can't do something because of something on the website in Discord that we could normally do in-game. So now I can't move my guy until next season that I just put all my content points into to move him this year. You know what I mean? So it's like, are we too worried about it for this whole position change thing? And I mean, but you can still even, move him in the depth chart. But that doesn't change his abilities. I'm paying to move I'm paying to re-roll or not reroll. I want to move his position. If I'm, in my opinion, if I'm paying you content points, I should be able to move my guy any at any point I want because I'm using those thirty content points I earned. Because I asked him yeah. about a reroll. Because I asked him about a reroll. I'm like, yo, like if this this is this happened when we did the star on the normal thing that they approved. It's like, hey, if I pay to reroll this guy. Because that other thing says we can't move anything. Can I just leave him there since I'm paying for it and we approve to move guys? He goes, oh, well, that's only for normal and star. I'm like, I'm paying triple the price. Like, I feel like star. I should be able to just move him. So then he, he basically explained that goes into more policing and stuff. It's like, well, if we're not going to you know, allow me to pay triple the price to move this guy, then we shouldn't move any guy. It's either we can move guys or we can't. Basically, that's the line I think that we're sitting at. It's either we need to open it up and... I mean, but, but that's how that's how it was until that, like it was you couldn't move anybody after week two, period. Right, which is you know then that's fine. Um, but I'm saying you either got to pick one. It's either we can move guys and pay for it after week two, or we're just not doing it, period. Because again, I think I, think I should be able to move my superstar because I'm paying more money. I should be able to do it. Well, the whole ability <laughs> thing it always comes down to the abilities being the issue. 
uh, rather than, you know, we, we have all these rules because of abilities and all these people want to move players or want new abilities. And that seems to be the issue. It all revolves around the abilities. So, um, I think well, he, he's, he's worried about moving guys and he's worried about somebody taking a, a left outside linebacker, moving his position to DN and he's got all these sacks and now suddenly he's getting a dev and then you pay to move him back to linebacker. Yeah, that's exactly. basically what they're worried about in the policing and stuff. So it's like, okay, pick one, either say, screw that and just give, you know, if they do it, they do it. You can, I'm sure you can find a way to police it yourself without punishing everybody that wants to pay to re-roll or well, move I could guys. put a linebacker. I could sub in a linebacker at the end. I could do that. that that's what he's saying. That, that's what he, that's what he wants people to do. But you're not going to win the Dev Award at the end of the season for a DN because you played him at the end in your depth chart. He has yeah, to be yeah. that position. That's what he's worried yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I get I get what you're saying. Or this could also lead back to turn off abilities, and yeah. you don't have to worry about devs. All he's getting is XP. Exactly. Exactly. So it all basically everything leads back to. Abilities, Abilities like yes said. or no. So I, be, I, think, I think he did say we're going to run a season um, with new rules, the rules that people want to incorporate, you know, no abilities. Um, there was other stock, things. That, stock playbooks? Yeah, I think, that, I think these are all things that he – I think he, was, he wants to do that to see how everybody feels about it. I, I think that's a great idea. Probably wants he to do, really it so, do it so now, he could so. be like, see, you guys' rules suck, so – <laughs> going back i will say this though it's, i got more the dev gen i got the more. dev gen um upgrade opportunity for offensive alignment which was three passing touchdowns two rushing touchdowns oh. and giving up no sacks and i did everything but i got sacked once oh oh <laughs> oh that's but, I mean, you've seen more people recently come out and I say, I I'm for, like, more people are like, hey, I'm for turning off abilities. More people have come out and said it since the topic has been brought yeah. up since the offseason. So, yeah, I'm down, I'm down with it. Every, everybody's okay with it. Most of the regular football heads are, are fine with it. Yeah, even the, Cookie the Boy. Mad, who, the Madden guys. Even Cookie Boy, who you would assume is a mutt head, he's more of a football guy and he's, he's for it as well. So no, no, he no. said he was for no cookie no yeah. no cookie was telling us to go play mutt draft because there's no abilities there. He wants abilities. <laughs> he was telling us to go play a game mode that doesn't have abilities. I thought he didn't want abilities. Well, from what I was getting, when he says because I I said turn off abilities, he goes, oh, he's like, why don't you guys just go play mutt draft? There's no you guys want to turn off abilities, just go play that. That's what he was saying. I mean, I'm cool I, either way. I just, I, yeah. I feel like either we it's, turn off abilities or we do like how we do now, where we just limit the amount of abilities. Where you have the regression tool, you go in Madden and you say how many, you know, you prefer um, a superstar, yeah, next factors, and stars. I think either one of those work, honestly. I think, I think we take the time that we would normally do, or we would normally do that we have off, um, after season five in between Madden, and I think as a league we come up with a system. That overrules the Madden system. Turn, you know, turn off whatever, you know, turn off the breakout games and stuff like that. And we should do yearly devs, so that way it's more controlled um, than what Madden does, who just hands out shit because you got 150 yards, two games in a row. Here's a breakout game for Superstar X Factor. Like, you know, what I mean, they're they're not looking at how we do. We look at it as oh, you had a great season, you're a superstar. They're like, oh, he had two good games. He must be a superstar in the NFL now. 
Right. So, yeah, this it's too much up in the air when it comes to Madden and their progression system. So I get it. Uh, yeah. But it would take a lot of work. But I would definitely 100% be open to something like that. Well, uh, is that when you bring in guys and say, hey, if you can just follow these stats, I'll give you content points at the end of the season? Like, that could be. Hire, that could be. hire guys. They're not commissioners, but they still, you know, do things to help JT out, like basically yeah. his minions. And then we still have the four or five commissioners we have that do their normal job. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it could work if he's awarding content points and stuff like that. I think we could get people that volunteer. And a lot of people like stats and putting stats. So I'd say of, people might do it for free, to be honest. Yeah, a lot of people like to do the whole stat uh, stuff. So uh, I, I think you could possibly do that. But, you know, it's, it's a big move. It would be a big move, and it would take time. But, uh, time to perfect it before, you know, we actually go through with it. Uh, but I got to finish doing my, my work over here. We've been at it over an hour. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, everybody PML, positive vibes only. This is N Lloyd here. I got my main man, D Lloyd HD. Thank you for joining. As always, thank you everybody for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day, and we will see you tomorrow when we come back for the breakfast show. Mm-hmm.